Hello and welcome to this week's Rankings Attack Pog... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a new edition of the Rap Podcast from Rankings Attack. I'm Sam. And I'm Shane. And just a little disclaimer, uh, I'm exhausted and Shane's drunk. So essentially today is going to be a race to see who's going to fall asleep first, but yeah. for different reasons. I, I've got my money on you, actually, because I'm going to keep drinking. Okay, that's probably the best <laughs> way through it, if in doubt, keep drinking. Um, so hello and welcome to everyone. We're going to get down to things in a second, just to give you a rundown of what the plan is. We're going to go through how we did in our fantasy weeks. That's essentially going to be focusing on Gary Barnage. Hopefully um, we'll, we'll, we'll focus on my teams uh, more. This time I think so, because <laughs> there was a reason to, rather than mine this week. Uh, we're going to check in our underrated and overrated, and we're going to be looking at ESPN's Carabelle's rankings this week. Then we're going to go on to Kryptonite and Catnip. We've got a bit of something extra after that. We're going to look at some buy low and sell high candidates. Instead of like selling low and buying high. Yeah. It's well, better, depending on which way is for you. It depends <laughs> which way you look at it. It depends if, if you're the chump buying or not. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we've got another lovely love letter uh, to work out up in our fantasy trust tree. Ah, oh, the trust tree. I can't wait to climb it. Exactly. Anyway, so let's get into it. Uh, how did we do in fantasy, Shane? Well, Sam, I believe last week you went 3-0, yes? Uh, last week I went 0-3. No, I thought it was 3-0 last week. Weeks yeah. 1 and 2, I went 3-0. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. This week? Uh, this week was a different matter. And this week I went... Three and zero. Oh. There you go. Three wins and no losses for those of you keeping track. Um, yeah, it, it was a bit of a tricky week. I, I I was telling Sam about it before the weekend came about that I was just throwing darts at my players because I'm just sick and tired of all my RB twos and our wide receiver twos. But somehow it all came clear. It always it always came good. I don't know. The, the, the one close one was my NFL.com league where I actually should have lost but didn't lose because of Eddie Lacy's gimpy, yeah. gimpy leg. And so, yeah, I, I, won, I won up winning that one by two points. I won one of my leagues because I have AP uh, and AJ. Uh, the other league uh, was, well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, sure. basically. Who carries you on a yeah, team like that. Yeah, so, three, you know. That's not too bad. Can't complain. Very nice indeed. I got screwed, I think, on, well, especially in, in, our, in our bigger Dynasty Flea Flicker one. I got screwed by not getting touchdowns. I mean, it sounds stupid, but you see, I was thinking about this and I tweeted out earlier, there, I think this week. I don't mind if I lose when one of the flyers or one of the darts doesn't hit. Right. That's my fault. I should have gone with something better. But when you pick your stars, when you've got Lacey, when you've got Megatron, when you've got Kelsey, you are expecting a couple of touchdowns, a couple of touchdowns out of those three. Mm -hmm. I lost by one and a half points. Ouch. And if any one of those three had got a touchdown, you win. everything would have been fine. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, I could have uh, started the Cardinals instead of the Panthers. I had two oh, top-ranking three defenses, and, 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 and neither of them hit. Yeah, but, the hey. Cardinals got 30-some-odd points, I think. Yeah, well, yeah it was pretty close. The Niners, they were playing the Niners, which, which well, let's not focus on because <laughs> this is a fantasy podcast and not an NFL podcast, which is lucky. Yeah, we'll, we'll spend a bit more time next week because I believe we play each other in Flea Flicker this we week. Play, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Looking at the uh, projections, we're both projections at like 168. Something like that. So it's going to be tight. I think it'll be a shootout. I think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be... Um, and in that case, it's going to be you winning because you've got luck at the 49ers. Yeah, well, you know. There you go. <laughs> anyway, 
So uh, now let's go straight into our underrated and overrated. And let's have a quick review of what went down last week. So How last we week we were looking at uh, Matt Berry from ESPN. Overrated, you had Ladarius. Uh, uh, you said he was a little green, overrated. Yeah, yeah. He ended up actually 8th overall. He was rated 11th. He was ranked 11th. He came in at 8th. 20 fantasy points, 150 total yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I missed on that pick. But you know what? Uh, this is one of my new rules. Uh, guys coming into Sunday or Monday, whatever, to be questionable. Yeah, I, I'm going to stay away from questionable guys whenever I can. So, yeah. I mean, Green came through. But, I mean, there was a whole host of guys I was choosing between last week. I mean, for example, uh, if I would have gone for Chris Ivory last week, yeah, uh, questionable coming in, he started, he, he dressed, but yet didn't play it down. So imagine being that guy starting Chris Ivory last week. I mean, there's just other guys you prefer to have. Right? Sure. I got burned with green, but pff, Whatever. I'll take I that. And I wasn't playing him anyway. Right? There you go. I went with my overrated was DeMarco Mari. Right. He was ranked 14th, and that was... A given he actually ends up didn't play not playing either way even if he had played i think it would have been risky ryan yeah. matthews would have been would have got the most of it but anyway it was against the jets too right? yeah exactly. i mean you didn't want to be playing murray with starting or not yeah. no i don't think so so underrated uh shane you had calvin oh johnson and, yeah exactly so he was ranked 21 you said he was underrated yeah. in the end he came in 38th yeah. overall for for fantasy wide receivers what killed him? He didn't get the touchdown. Yeah, uh, he just seems to not be the focus of the attack. I don't know what the focus of the, the Lions' attack is. There, there doesn't seem to be anything. Yeah. Stafford was busted, but then it seems to be. I, I, I can't think it was Mike Freeman on over on Bleacher Report on, on Twitter. He was saying, since when did Calvin become a purely move the sticks? Uh, wide receiver instead of this machine than he was a season or two seasons ago. Yeah, you really got to wonder a little bit about the well, the game plan, right? Sure. What, what, what are they What are they doing going there? Okay, Stafford's hurt. Sure, he's busted ribs. So maybe he can't throw those forty-yard toss-up plays where you have Calvin jumping up and catching everything. But there seems to be something missing in this offense. There is. It's something's not clicking. Something's uh, not I clicking. mean, I'm going to keep Megatron in my lineup, so I'm going to keep saying he's underrated because he's Megatron. And he is underrated, obviously. And he, you're never going to not start him. Yeah, but... It's uh, just... it's just. When's he going to hit? Exactly. He's uh, he's more than likely he's going to be a top 20 wide receiver. Right. At the end of the year, of course. At the end of the year. Yeah. But then we're expecting him, or we're used to him being a top five. Yeah. So... It is a bit of a changing of the guard. Yeah, possibly, guard. possibly. Who was your underrated last year? Uh, mine was Fitzy. <laughs> the Harvard Hammer. Wow. Um, who was not ranked. Oh, that was decent. But yeah, and he ended up a respectable 19th. Yeah. 14 points. He threw a couple picks, but a yep. lot of yards. It was a 50 right? game. Yeah, I mean, they lost, right, to the Eagles? Yep, they did. Uh, but yeah, he got his yards. He's still playable in your two QB leagues. Yep. They lost because of Brandon Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> like, and that like ridiculous the lateral. <laughs> yeah, that... Was kind of the weird player of the week, wasn't he? He did call it his. Yeah, exactly. He did call that the 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 worst play in NFL history. Did did did, did you see that, Sam? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. Bizarre. So yeah, he was underrated. So exactly. So now on to week fours, and this week we're attacking the rankings of Carabelle over on ESPN. ESPN, Um, So again, we're lazy. We can't be bothered to change websites. Uh, Yeah, we had Barry last week. We had Barry last week, so don't be surprised if we pick on another ESPN analyst next week. Let's start with overrated. You've got Tannehill. 
He's 14th. Yeah, 14th. well, Ryan Tannehill has been nothing but a disappointment. I mean, I, Amen, I, brother. I was actually thinking he was going to be a top five quarterback this year. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of people that were high on him. Yeah, in I, fantasy and 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 in and in you know other. Yeah, so I mean, he's ranked at 14, which doesn't seem bad, but they're playing. They got the Jets. The Jets. Who are second versus quarterbacks yeah. in points allowed? So I mean, really, eight point three points a game. So you got uh, you got a struggling team. You got a team who's getting a lot of criticism. You got a quarterback who's having problems. Fourteen, okay, sounds like okay. You can start him maybe, but I'll and it does away. seem like they're sharing the load. Yeah. Okay, so Landry is probably wide receiver one, mm-hmm. but you've got definitely wide receiver two and uh, two and two A. Right, Richard with Matthews, with Richard Matthews Devante and with Devonte Parker. In, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, he has targets, but I, I don't think the offense knows its character yet. It doesn't know what they're doing. So, no. I'm staying away from Daniel if I can. Yeah, yeah no, I think so. I think so. He's so, in, he's, 14 doesn't sound that high, but I still think he's outside of the top 20 this week. Yeah, it could be. Very well could be. I've gone with uh, Aaron Foster. All right. Muscle bone, yeah. Muscle, yeah. Whenever a muscle gets torn <laughs> from the bone, it makes me worry when he's ranked at sixth. Wow, he had him that high. Yeah, yeah. Which, which for me? Okay, now they are playing. Uh, the, where are they playing? They got the Falcons. All right. So who, who are actually last in the NFL for uh, fantasy points against running backs? Yeah, we saw what Randall did to them last week in the first half alone, right? Yeah, the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> well, the first five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, this isn't. Uh, this is. I'm presuming that collectively Atlanta are going to give up a lot of points and a lot of yards to running backs. I'm just a bit wary as to whether they'll all be going to Arian Foster. I, I, I don't think there's any way a guy who's coming back from an injury as serious as that... Relatively recent. Yeah, is going to get that months. much work. I mean, yeah. especially with Alfred Blue playing pretty decent last week. Especially last week, over 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you'd expect them to split carries? Yeah, the guy's going to get 10 touches. Yeah, See what something he looks like, like that. He's Possibly a, a couple six. of catches. He's not a number six running back. No, I don't think so. I could imagine him... I wouldn't be surprised if he finished top 20. Okay. But but definitely not top yeah, five. Yeah, I mean, you six. start him in a flex, of course. You got him in your yeah. team. You're going to throw him in there. But he's not an RB one. As a risky flex, absolutely. But yeah. definitely not as an RB one. No if, chance, if, you, if you if you've got much more certain people that are not busted, mm-hmm. then I'd go with them. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. 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 Okay, now to underrated. The more exciting part. Yeah. You sorry. The more exciting. The more exciting part. part. You went with T.J. Yeldon. Yeah, I've decided this week is going to be a rookie week, my friend. Uh, TJ Eldon is a guy who last week I talked about a little bit because they were playing against the Patriots and I didn't like his opportunities, let's say. Uh, but this week, I think TJ Eldon is home to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Okay, Indy, you think, oh no, you're playing the Indy offense, they're going to be behind, but you know what? Indianapolis is another team that's got a lot of problems. Right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the number 10 against running backs, I believe. And I, I don't think, again, the Indies found their way. And I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars offense has, well, I mean, not turned a corner necessarily, but they've shown that they can be competitive. they got options, and he catches out of the backfield sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he's kind of due a decent-sized game, I think. Yeah, yeah. so I, I really do think uh, that T.J. Yeldon, uh, who Carabell had ranked at number 23, yeah, um, that puts him outside of RB2. Yeah. Uh, makes him a, well, a High questionable flex. flex. Questionable flex, normally. I, I start T.J. Yeldon this week, and I believe I am starting him this week yeah. against you, if you take a look at my lineup. Uh, so you'll probably be cheering against him, my friend, but Yeldon is a top 20 running back this week. Nice. Uh, on underrated, I chose John Brown. Okay. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, he is ranked 34th by Carabelle. That, for me, seems pretty low. Yeah, that's not even a flex. Yeah, I mean, exactly, exactly. I'm going to tell you, I have John Brown in a lot of my teams, and he just hasn't done it yet. So what? He's due a touchdown. Okay. It's purely that. I mean, I think it's about time he's due a touchdown. He, he's, he's, he's. I mean, he makes me laugh when I watch him run. Um, <laughs> he's, he's little. In, he, he's a bit Wes Welker with a tiny body and a massive, massive helmet. Yeah. Uh, but I'm expecting him to do something this week. So he, Fitzgerald won't get all the touchdowns this week. No, I don't think Fitzgerald will get the, all the touchdowns this week. They're playing uh, St. Louis, who are fifth against wide receivers in fantasy. Which so, is, yeah, decent enough. So you'd expect them to maybe not shut down El Fitz, but at least maybe reduce it. I mean, he had such a massive game last week, three touchdowns. I think even the week before he did pretty good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's doing pretty well. I mean, him and Steve Smith, it's really sort of fantasy rebirth Retro, for, yeah. for, for, for the uh, veteran wide receivers. No, I just think... I don't think he's going to be 34. Uh, I've got John Brown on our Flea Flicker team as well, my friend. And I You're think I have to... him on the bench right oh, So that one's going to be... So what would you do with him? Uh, to tell you the truth, Seems I don't know. Flex, I, mean, or... I, I do believe he's a top 20 wide receiver. Sure. I, I mean, right now I'm actually debating between him and Golden Tate. Okay. Um, we'll see how it goes. As your flex? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you it's go. It's going to come down to the two, my friend. Cool. And now it's time for my favorite section. It's Fantasy Cat, uh, Fantasy Crypt tonight, Fantasy Cat. Yeah, no career, but it's one of the same things. Superman. Fantasy Crap tonight. <laughs> Let's do that. It's yeah. Fantasy Crap tonight. I think I like this part. This is where we get to talk about Gary Barnage. This right? is the one where you get to talk about Gary Barnage and gloat. Yeah, I, I, I really wish that I could somehow make every fantasy player in the world listen to last week's podcast. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. So let's uh, so, so let, that's as good a place to start as any. So let's start with last uh, a recap of last week's catnip. Gary Barnage. You chose Gary Barnage. Gary you Barnage. were hiring him because Oakland's history of forgetting that the tight end position actually existed. Yeah. Um, and that worked out big for you. He ended up with 16 fantasy points in the standard scoring league, got six receptions on 10 targets for 110 yards and a touchdown. And now people actually know who he is. I know. It's actually bizarre. I mean, we were watching that game together. I mean, watching the games together. Yeah. And it kept flashing Gary Barnage's name at the bottom of the screen. It was like, that's Gary Barnage. That's I, what, I, what? I, I picked him, right? Gary the Barnage. The man has a face. He's not just like some regen on Madden. <laughs> no, I know. And it really was bizarre, no? Like, exactly. I did pick Gary Barnage, right? Yeah, and yeah, sometimes these things come true, right? That's right. So, so would you, though, the thing I'd worry about, if you had him or if you'd picked him up before last week, would you think about uh, now dropping him or selling him? I because sell him for, I, for sure. me, he has one week one to yeah, rip him Get rid of him. I mean, this week we have the Bears, I think, playing against the Raiders, right? Yeah, which is Martellus Bears. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's almost like you can play, like, as a de- you used to play the defenses against Jacksonville, yeah, the Jaguars. exactly. Now you play tight ends against, against the Raiders. Raiders. Exactly. It's, uh, it's almost like a no-lose situation. I think they've given up six touchdowns yeah. to tight ends. It's ridiculous. It was too easy, and, you know, all you have to do is like look at tight ends versus a certain defense, and it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. So I picked up, so that was a point to you. I, on the other hand, went Pierre Garçon. Sevilla. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I really like the matchup a lot. Deshaun was still out. The Giants were not playing well over the first two games, and Cousin looked relatively good in week two. Dig dunk, yeah. Yeah. Uh, going here, he was ranking, ranked 32nd by Barry on ESPN, and that's kind of where he finished. But he wasn't kind of this good starting wide receiver one that I was hoping for. Yeah, I'm not a huge Garcon fan these days. I no, mean, me I, had him, I had him last year on one of my teams. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, he did have upside last week. I mean, I think Deshaun's back this week. Mm-hmm. You would never pick him again unless yep. there was a reason. 
he didn't come through for you. Nah, it was it was a wash, right? I mean, they I had that I mean, running back Thompson. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think Chris Thompson, who just like caught like ten passes out of the blue. You're always gonna get that. Yeah, it's Washington. When the fantasy Washington clashes football with reality. Yeah, don't don't pick Washington football. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so moving on to uh, week three, Kryptonite. Uh, actually, you chose uh, Yeldon. So again, last week, yeah, 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 last week. So this week, so again, this was matchup based, and the prediction came good. New England, as you predicted, got out to an early start and continued to pile on the points. Yeah, we were talking, about, so, this, yeah, we were talking about this word, the 50-burger, right? The 50-burger, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they nearly put, they put up the 50-burger, and the Jags were forced to put the ball in the air. Yeah, and so, again, that was a relatively easy pick. I almost felt like taking candy from a baby. I mean, yeah. They weren't going to have time to run the ball, and so, yeah. Yeldon was an easy pick. Yeah, he ended up with three fantasy points. Check mark. Check mark. But is this something else you worry about, for example, Carlos Hyde, who everyone was high coming on this year? It looks like Frisco. He um, had a great first week. Had a great first week when they uh, beat the Vikes at home. Yep. Last two weeks, he hasn't had anything. I mean, he got injured in week two. Week three, he was back. Yep. Uh, but it looks like, and they got green pay this week. Yeah, it's this fear of running backs on teams who are going to fall behind. Yeah. yeah. It's, Exactly, which is the surprise about Latavius Murray because he's on a weakish team, yep. but but seems to actually be doing higher. Uh, the Raiders are two and one, my friend, oh, no, yeah, <laughs> and playing the Bears this weekend. They could be three and one. Could be three and one. That's crazy. It's this, what is this? Nineteen ninety-six. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so finally, uh, my kryptonite last week, I went with Drew Brees and Brandon Cooks. Easy. Which is another easy one. So I took this presuming that Brees would play, although he'd play hurt. Either way, I didn't like the matchup yep. really particularly against Carolina. In the end, Breeze was inactive. Cooks managed to get 40 yards on uh, seven receptions. Yeah, he was involved. I mean, he had still, backup and this was from little Lukey backup. Yeah. Um, but Cooks is struggling overall. Yes, I, I, I was looking to move him this week, to tell you the truth. But yeah. I need a big game. I need Breeze back this week, and then. Yeah. I mean, Cooks so far this year. This, I mean, on the upside, he's getting more and more points every week. But it's still only four, six, and seven fantasy points in yeah. standard scoring, which is which is piss poor, really. Yeah, I mean, a lot of pe- people took him as like a wide receiver one or two. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, for me, he's been a disappointment. I'm still hoping to get some value out of him eventually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Breeze might go this weekend, so I'm hoping for something. Something a bit more. We'll see then. Cool. And so this week, what have we got? This week, uh, week four kryptonite. You chose Joyke Bell. Easy. Yeah. I almost, again. At Seattle. Yeah, I'm almost, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's it's Joyke Bell, Lions at Seattle. It's like, well, Shane, that's not even fair. Right. I, I but mean, this is kryptonite. Yeah, exactly. Of course. So he's top 50. He's, so he's low 50s. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, I think he's even ranked in the 50. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it's. So you just wouldn't touch him at all. Oh, yeah. He's not even, not, not even worthy of consideration to start this week. I, I'm probably going to have to start him in my 20 team league. Although I'm hoping not because I have Carlos Williams. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, flex, Another. I might have to. But, yeah, I mean, you got Drake Bell, who against Seattle has no chance. You have a Lions offense that is completely, I don't know, lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you got a rookie, Amir Abdullah, who's stealing carries sure. one after another. And even you got, uh, what's his name, catching uh, passes out of the backfield. God, I can't even get it right now. Not important. Right. Drake Bell. He might vote, might get a touchdown. I oh. mean, he might. But he did last weekend, so I'm hoping he this weekend get him. it's going to be a two-point So it's a low pick, so it's a, this is really bad. So this would be, you're, you're expecting him to be quick tonight. I'm thinking two-point. Okay, fine. If. All right, so I got? went with, uh, I kind of went with the Riddick, with the sorry. Theo, Theo Riddick. Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> like a bolt from the blue. Uh, I went with the Philly running back situation. Okay. So you've got That's DeMarco. It's an ugly mess. It's an ugly mess. DeMarco's back. Obviously, Ryan Matthews did well in week three. 
They've got Washington, who are uh, second against running backs for fantasy points. Yeah, bizarrely almost. Yeah, strange like, one. I didn't so they've they been running really well and stopping the run really well. Yeah, exactly. So right. it's definitely a 1960s offense. Or something yeah, right. Like that. Ground and pound, both sides. It's just the thing I worry about. With uh, we've spoken about this a lot. The thing with Demarco and Ryan Matthews, it's they're going to split carries, mm. and when, with Sproles as well catching yeah. out of the backfield, I mean. There's, it's it's a three-headed monster. Who can you really rely on? Especially when you see last week Philadelphia winning with Matthews coming yeah, out of the backfield. Exactly. I mean, so so uh, Matthews is ranked twenty-fourth and Demarco is ranked seventeenth. But okay, that's where they're. So ranked. you got two guys around number twenty. But then, which one of those would you pick? Because you know, you're not going to pick both. Yeah, week to week. And okay, they might be ranked there in terms of projections, but you can't rank them there with any certainty I don't think no I mean especially I mean this weird mysterious ailment that Murray had last week yeah it was a strange one getting hurt in practice and then not playing and then not playing and then Matthew's playing pretty decently I mean he had a big fumble whatever blah 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 apart from that but yeah he got over 100 yards Uh, I mean there's an argument that it was actually a really bad investment to get the market yeah no I would say so I would say so so yeah I'm with you on there man yeah Alrighty, uh, moving on to catnip. More fun. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to catnip. So I had uh, Charles Clay. Oh. Now we saw him uh, pull some moves last week for Buffalo. That was an amazing touchdown run. I mean, I oh, know, that was fantastic. Those Just, the way it. he duked around Miami. It's as if they weren't there. I, I think the whole Miami defense sucks for some reason this year. Yeah, not big. But time. I mean, yeah, this is a big man making that catch around the 15 yard line. Something I like guess. that. And he made two moves. Two big moves. And scores a touchdown. I'm, I'm all with you. I think they're playing the Giants this weekend. They're against the Giants. So he's ranked 12th. Uh, but they're against the Giants who are fourth against tight ends. The fourth allowed. worst against them. Fourth. Yeah, exactly. With 13.7. Yeah, yeah. So it's not too bad, I think. Um, so he's ranked 12th, which puts him borderline tight end, but I, I could imagine him being top six, top seven. I got to tell you that I, I picked him up in my NFL.com. It's a 10-team league. Mm-hmm. I had to replace Gronk this weekend, yeah. and I don't carry two tight ends, and I was happy to see Clay there. So you picked him up? I picked him up. Very nice. And also, in, in the, other, the other thing is getting him at 12th seems low to me is because also, like you said, Gronk's out, but also Delaney Walker's out. So two sort of regular tight end ones. Mm-hmm. Or, or starting tight ends that, that would sort of are out that might sort of bump him up a little bit. So tight end six, turning seven. Oh, I'm with you. Top ten for sure. Sure. And then finally, so your catnip was Ty My Montgomery. This week is yeah. I'm staying on the rookie theme. Yeah, Ty yeah. Montgomery, wide receiver, Green Bay Packers. It's actually again a relatively easy pick. Yeah. Just looking at the injury report, right? Exactly. Uh, you got Devontae Adams who's out. I mean, mm-hmm. they're calling him day to day. I think or week to week. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. It's a high ankle sprain. You saw him try to play last week. He, I think, he, I think they threw at him twice. His second time, he came down funny. He's not playing this week. Uh, and then, if you watch the end of the game, I think Ty Montgomery maybe after like three or four minutes begin, he caught a touchdown pass. That was a really nice catch. Yeah, well, it was just he's just a that big was a, body. That, that was the one with the offsides, wasn't it? I can't even remember I how think, the first I think, play worked. I think yeah. it was offsides. Rogers saw it, saw it, saw it was a free, a free play, free play, and went. Yeah, for it. I mean, he's a big guy mm-hmm. considering how fast he is. I mean, just. Looking at that 88, he's. I mean, the guy returns kickoffs as well, by the way. So if you're in a league that rewards points for returns, yep. which I am in my 20 team league, he is such an obvious start this week that it's actually kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, I have him in our flea flicker league, mm-hmm. by the way. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to start him but because I have too many other things, but you know what? If I had no other choice, I mean, Tom Montgomery is definitely catnip. The other thing is they're playing the Raiders. 
Oh. Sorry, not Raiders. Sorry, the, the 49ers. Oh, it's the Niners. Are, yeah, exactly. Sorry, sorry the, Niners, the other side of the bay. Against the wide, who are fifth there against wide receivers in terms of points allowed. Yeah. Um, so, which makes them sort of 27th in the league. It's not looking good. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually As a 49ers to... fan, this is... this. I would not be surprised if this was the third week in a row where we give up more than 45 points. Yeah, I'm going to have to actually really look at this closely because, I mean, I have John Brown. I've got Landry. I've got Cooks. I've got, you know, the Terrence Williams of the world. I've got all these things. I've got to decide who own oh, Golden Tate. Like, yeah. I have all these. It's essentially, it's, un, it's embarrassingly, whereas two, three seasons ago, it was sit most of your players against San Francisco. Yeah. It's now start, start your wide receivers against San Francisco. I think Their secondary is awful. I think I'm going to go home and make that change. I think. I am picking him as my catnip, so you're right. I'm starting Ty Montgomery yeah. against you, Sam. Exactly. Well, so you you'll go. know whether I'm right or wrong. And now we're going to uh, go in for a little section on trades. It's getting already in your post earlier this week. You mentioned it. We're already almost a, we're a fifth of the way through the yeah, league. It's going to be a quarter. After this week, week, it's going to be a quarter, yeah. which is both scary and extremely depressing. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's worth just to have a couple of people that we picked out who we think might be buy low and, and, and sell high on. We're going to start with? Yeah, well, let's have a look at who I picked out as maybe a buy low candidate, and that's Forsett. Justin. Justin Forsett. He hasn't had a great start over in Baltimore. In fact, Baltimore haven't had a great start. 0-3 oh, for the first time in the franchise. Um, yeah, so you're thinking Justin Forsett. I mean, yeah, what, but, what, well, because I think that he's... It doesn't seem to be that he's doing anything wrong, mm -hmm. particularly in terms of his running. He hasn't become a bad running back overnight. Right. Their offensive line doesn't seem to have changed much, mm -hmm. I don't think, particularly. Uh, obviously, you've got something different now in terms of the 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 uh, the, the offense there and stuff. But there's... yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, do, do, don't you think there's a chance that Forsett was just a flash in the pan? I mean, he here's a what it was sixty year professional. He's thirty years old now. Yeah, seven, eight years. Yeah. Old. He suddenly had a huge year last year. It was. I I fear with Forsett that he was a bit of a flash in the pan. Plus, you've got a couple backups there: Tally Farrow. Sure. You got Buck Allen. Buck and, Allen. Uh, I don't know. I mean, so yeah, because you were telling me you reckon he might lose his job if he doesn't pull something out against Pitt. I do think, I mean, I think I think you're right that he is a candidate for selling. Right. Um, so you'd wait another low, week? Sorry, buy low. Buy low, yeah. So, you, so, so, so would you wait another week until he hits the floor? Yeah, I, I think you got Pitt, Pittsburgh this week too. Who right? are number one defense against running backs. running backs. So I think, give it another week. Uh, if he's again bad, I mean, again, if he's bad again, does that mean he loses his job? Is it a tough... Sure, so it's that borderline that? thing. I, I'm not sold on the fact that he's a buy. Okay. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, there's guys like him around, like DeMarco Murray, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, I like Forsett better as a candidate that way. Okay. However, I think there's a bit of risk. Yeah, there, it could so. be. If he loses I, it, then... I, I waited out another week to see what mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fine. And your sell-high candidate was Steve Smith Sr. That's pretty easy. Uh, I don't know. Just all you have to do is like hit the uh, targets, hit the touchdowns, hit the highest yards per week for the last two weeks. And he's there. And you're going to see this old man. <laughs> he's 36? 36, something like that. Our season. Yeah, he's retiring at the end of the year. Um, but he's not going to keep it up. He can't. Like a, I mean, like, he is like amazing. Like a 70 year old running out of Viagra. He's an amazing, amazing, amazing athlete. I mean, you got Perryman coming back next week or the week after. Yep. Uh, the, the fact is, take the value now, sell it. Quick. I think so. Yeah, right I would now. go with that. Right now, I mean, I thought other guys like Brandon Cooks, who hasn't been performing, John Brown, we mm -hmm. talked about earlier. 
But I think Steve Smith's value right now is. So what would you look to get for him? My goodness, yeah. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. I mean, the guys that played, sure? right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Another underperforming wide receiver. I mean, let's say else. you're playing in a league with somebody who doesn't really know what's going on, and mm-hmm. they just look at the values right now, the, the totals. Mm-hmm. You can probably sneak an Alshon Jeffrey. That would be uh, a nice one. Megatron? No, I don't think anyone would be... <laughs> no, I wouldn't swap Steve Swift for Megatron. Not no. in a million years. No. I'm trying to think of another sort of... Maybe uh, Landry. Okay, for example. I think Landry's another guy who's due for some touchdowns. So yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. So he's low. Steve Smith's high. You mm-hmm. might be able to get some some value out of that. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I mean, I would go that way. And now it's time for our final section, which is time to climb up our fantasy trust tree. Come join us. It's a safe space. We're gonna find a place for you. No one's good or bad up here. No one is angry at you for saying things. Nobody's gonna judge. What stays in the tree? What goes on in the tree stays in the tree. Dear ranking attack. I work in a tightly knit team for a large company in Michigan. For a long time, I've loved working there, and I'm a proud team member, and I'm the leader of a great group. Over the last couple of weeks, though, one of the team in particular hasn't been pulling his weight, and he let me down last week. He couldn't even do what I expected him to do. Bastard. I know he has personal problems, and his partner was injured in the high-impact crash two weeks ago. Ribs, I think. I think so. In theory, he's my best worker. Do I risk it and start Calvin Johnson on Monday night at the Seahawks, or do I go with one of Richard Matthews, Sammy Watkins, or James Jones as my wide receiver? Oh, thank you. And then that's from a Mr. Mr. T. Bowles? No. Yeah, that was him. That was him. No, it was last time. I can't even, th- <laughs> I can't even think who the Detroit Lions head coach is now. Oh, God, who is it? Oh, well. Anyway. Helpless at Ford Field. He'll helpless at Ford Field. <laughs> anyway, so the question is, uh, we have an issue with Calvin. Yeah. Back on the back of last week. Yeah, you're talking a bit about this week, too. I mean, yeah. They're at the Seahawks, which isn't a great start. Yeah, going into Seattle. Exactly. Um, this is the thing I'd worry about. So your other options, or, or the, this person's other options, are Watkins, mm-hmm. uh, who's a bit banged up. He's yeah, questionable against the Giants. Yeah, something, and he I think he only played for a half or something like that, yep. not even that. So, so he's questionable. He's, he's, got a, he's got a dodgy car. So we stay away from him, then? Uh, I stay away from Watkins, which leaves us with James Jones and Rashad Matthews. James Jones is an absolute touchdown machine. He's playing San Francisco. And it's not like the Packers are being nice, and it's not like they give up the pass when no. they're ahead. You I, could see him get two or three touchdowns quite easily. He could, but of course, Megatron can get two or three touchdowns quite easily against Seattle. <laughs> no, but, but generally, he could. sure, he could. Right, <laughs> but you're right. I, okay, so and then the other one would be Rashad Matthews, who's. The Jets good against the wide receiver, but yep. he's caught touch. I think he's at least caught two touchdowns in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. He's looking good. Yeah. Um, so for me, it would be a question of: Do you go with Johnson or James Jones as your wide receiver? Too? Yeah, I'm not going with Shard. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mentioned it in my post this week that I, I'm just I, I, there's something I, I picked up Rashard Matthews last year for two weeks after he had a big week, and he he's lucky. I, I know it sounds weird to say. Yeah, I know lucky. what you mean. I mean, there was a, he had a touchdown catch last week. I think it was a 45-yard bomb. Yeah. He rolled into the end zone. It was in garbage time. 
I, I think Devontae Parker is moving up. I, mm -hmm. like, I, I like Landry a lot more. I mean, even so even this week you wouldn't take him. I mean, I, of course, I'd have sure. maybe as my flex. But are you going to start him against uh, above Instead Megatron? Of, no, no. So I, for James me, Jones is the question. The James Jones one is, I'd be tempted to, but just this week. Devontae Adams is out, right? Yeah. So you got to bench Megatron, start James Jones. This is the question. You have no flex position. Let's just say you have a choice between Megatron and James Jones. You know what? This week, I think I'd go bold and say yes, just because wow. of the matchup. Just like because it. of the matchup, I think. Um, it's against the Seahawks, who are great. It's away against the Seahawks, so it's at the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. And James Jones is being thrown to by the best quarterback in the league at San Francisco, and that's going to be an absolute blowout. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to leave it at that. So we're going to have to come back to that <laughs> next week. On that note, it's time to wrap this, this podcast up. So uh, for another week, I've been Sam. I'm Shane. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Goodbye.